Hello and welcome to FitLife Radio, the place where you can learn a little bit more about how your body works and find new ways to improve your health. I'm your host Petyu and I hope to provide you with as much valuable information and inspire you to become a better version of yourself. What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of FitLife Radio. I hope you're doing great, you're doing fantastic. Um, I hope your New Year's resolution is going great, you're crushing your goals and you are not actually doing a little bit too much. In fact, there is going to be a blog and um, a podcast centered specifically about um, the New Year's resolution and how to actually, uh, you know, not fall into the trap as the statistics suggest that we are actually going that uh, new year's resolution is going to last only uh, in january or maximum february but in fact uh, new year's resolution is going to be the whole year and continue forward Um, however today's uh, podcast is more going to be centered about um, those people that were training before they were uh, tracking everything they were consistent and they had a break during the holidays um, you know they enjoy they had a great time they enjoy food they enjoy the you know the time with their friends and families um, then and then they want to get back in training like holidays are finished uh, holidays are over uh, and it's time to get back on track but how do we get back on track without actually burning out um, for me personally uh, i thought i would do this podcast because um, for many years i've been that person who uh, you know completely um, kind of embraced myself into the holidays and then after that um, i want to get back to training so so bad that i do a little bit too much and that often caused me some damage so i thought why not actually share with you my thoughts and my experience about how to get back on track after the holidays how to properly start training again and approaching food and without actually burning out without doing way too much without overtraining, without um you know how to actually have uh, approach this with a better behavior rather than uh, behavior that comes from guilt so um let's get started now assuming that as we talked actually um, you know in the previous episode during the holidays it's very very common that we would just embrace ourselves in the in the feeling of you know joy with our friends and family with enjoying food and enjoying um, you know not so much activity or if we uh, did some activity it wasn't strictly going to the gym and pushing ourselves as we used to do um, now that oftentimes kind of uh, you know follows by uh, a week or two of guilt and usually that uh, this is when we started Uh, usually we kind of like choose to compensate for what we've done to ourselves and i talked about it in the previous episode i i refer this as a post-holiday syndrome Uh, It was more centered towards everyone else, not exactly about how to get back on track and training. But oftentimes we get, you know, we we start feeling guilty about ourselves and we start to compensate. So we would either drop calories or we would either start running too much or uh, working out too much or, um, you know, do crazy stuff just to, you know, uh, well, to compensate. And... um, you know in fact the the reality is that first we haven't actually eaten that much and i talked about it before like we haven't really consumed much more than i would say 300 to 500 calories for a few days not for the whole period of holidays Uh, and uh, also you know yes we might have consumed a bit more alcohol we might have consumed some foods that were not necessarily great but that's part of it that's part of the holidays and we should be able to enjoy that anyway uh, i decided to break down this uh, blog or this podcast into two categories the one is going to be food and the other one is going to be exercises 
Uh, now these are the, the two common uh, offenders if I can say so because oftentimes especially fitness fanatics like I say this this podcast is centered about like you know towards the fitness fanatics like like me uh, like oftentimes we would use food and uh, exercise to compensate as I said for what we think we've done to our bodies um, so I think it's a great way to actually approach it um, so let's say that you know I mean holidays are already over and let's say that we managed to overcome that also the post-holiday syndrome where we feel uh, so bad and so uh, exhausted but at the same time you know we managed to you know to think of it as something normal so now it's time to start training and eating right again so what we normally do we approach first food we say all right it's time to get back on track it's time to get eating again and the first tip that i have for people that are kind of like me and uh, they like tracking or at least they know how much roughly food they consume on a daily basis is to eat the same amount of calories that you ate before the holidays um, and why is that so there's a couple of reasons for this why I actually recommend this uh, and one of it is that let's say we were kind of consistent with calories and uh, nutrients as well before the holidays it's very very likely that you know we either consume more or less and we consume like not enough nutrients during the holidays um, so it is time now to get back to to, to on, back on track a very common thing would be to drop calories down in, um, you know with the aim of you know compensating for the you know the huge amount of calories that we think that we potentially ate but in fact switching to different food and calorie during the holidays was already stress to our body now if we now decide to drop the calories down or change something again it's also going to be stress to the body that's unnecessary stress because uh, as we know yes stress is good for the body but too much of it is not really great so why would we want to cause additional stress to the body like after all we know that the more stressed we are the harder it is for the body to respond to the stimulus right so if we cause it too much stress by changing drastically the calories we're not gonna actually benefit ourselves so that's why I recommend you going back to the previous uh, calories that you ate before because this way it's go this is going to be something familiar for the body is going to be something that uh, you know it's not gonna be as stressful as like dropping thousand calories down uh, and um, as you know too much stress as I said is um, you know it's not very great because think about it like fat is the insurance policy uh, of our body so if we drop drastically the calories down our body is going to enter into this uh, fat storage mode because it's going to be too stressed like we are probably also started to train uh, we you know may have traveled for the holidays or we may have you know you know we probably started job again and everything so these are too much stress too like too many stressors for the body and even though you may feel like you are going to be eating a bit too much it's totally fine I would say get back to those calories that you you were eating before uh, you know don't change too much just try to to track again and try to eat the same amount of calories of course by me saying try I don't I don't say like you know uh, if you were eating 2560 calories a day you should definitely go back to exactly the same amount I'm saying like yeah two or three hundred calories plus or minus are totally fine I would say probably it's gonna be easier to be minus but don't aim for a minus like aim for those same calories and see how you respond but this is going to be way less stressful for the body and this is how you're actually going to benefit from uh, you know 
this is how you're actually going to be uh, to be it's going to be easier to you know to get back on track and speaking of nutrients actually um, the second advice is to prioritize protein and vegetables and now I know what you're going to say like uh, this guy he's always talking about protein 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 well uh, it's not the magic powder for success but in fact it's quite an important nutrient as you already know I'm not gonna say uh, all the benefits of protein again because you've probably heard me a thousand times saying it uh, but it's very likely that during the holidays we did not consume enough of the proteins and vegetables that our body needed um, after all holidays are pretty much considered uh, you know as those family gatherings and uh, you know oftentimes uh, culturally speaking there are certain meals or products that are used around the holidays this is just tradition guys it's completely normal uh, and it's very normal to be enjoying those foods and most of the times like let's face it it's carbs it's cakes it's sweet stuff it's it's mostly carbs uh, it's very less likely that we actually ate a lot of green veggies that were helping our digestions it's very less likely that we ate so much protein considering the fact that there were so many cakes and sweet stuff to to choose right so uh, the second advice is prioritize protein and veggies because first as you as i said our body is slightly stressed second uh we did not eat enough so why not getting back to it third we probably started already training which means that we do need more protein and what comes often with protein especially if it's from animal sources fats what is important uh, why fats are important well hormone production uh, mostly hormone production actually in terms of health but uh, you know thermal thermal isolation um, and and so much more so with uh, we need to recover the tissue we need to uh, we need to ensure optimal hormone health and we need to make sure that also we restore that gut balance or gut microbiome which we might have damage uh, over consuming you know maybe some uh, offenders in terms of sweet and stuff or alcohol so prioritize protein and vegetables again i don't mean only eat protein and vegetables but you know try to have at least once or twice a day maybe some sort of you know bowl of veggies you know like we have broccoli or beans or green beans or peas or you know some salad um, i know it might not be the season but it's pretty easy to find some vegetables it's pretty cheap as well so uh, you know try to prioritize this for a bit and uh, see how you respond i can assure you and i'm 100 percent positive that you will feel actually way better um, so and uh, speaking of uh, gut health um, here is another trick that is very effective uh, when it comes to getting back on track and that is fasting now fasting has actually two sides uh, and fasting is a great tool that can be used for a lot of stuff uh, especially for um, you know detox it's a great way to detoxify our body especially uh, as i said we might have uh, you know consumed a little bit more toxins or some bad foods during the holidays which is totally fine but we do want them out from the body uh, because finally this is how we feel better uh, so fasting can be a great tool for that for uh, you know kind of flushing the body and getting rid of all the you know offenders uh, and fasting as well can be a great tool to reset the taste receptors now I maybe I haven't really talked much about it but um, I notice with fasting that the more I do fasting like the more often I do it the more often I start to crave um, you know weird foods such as you know i start to crave peppers or i start to crave mincemeat or i start to crave uh, kale like stuff that 
you know i do like but it's not like these are my favorite foods that i can eat all the time and i dream about but i started to crave them and my theory is because when i was depleting my body from all the nutrients during the fast period uh, my body was kind of associating uh, these foods with the nutrients that they provide so they were making me crave those foods so i can get them and i can provide my body with all the nutrients so resetting the taste receptors is great because obviously when we consume a little bit too much sugar and too much sweet stuff like it's very normal that our taste receptors are going to be triggered more by those kind of foods and we are eventually going to be craving a bit more sweet stuff rather than you know eating what's what's correct uh so resetting the taste receptor is actually a pretty good thing and uh, you know i recommend eight hours 10 maybe 12 hours of fasting maybe one or two days uh it's nothing crazy um but you know it's it's totally doable if you're more experienced you can do 24 i've done even 48 hours of fasting now that's it, i mean it can be tough it can be tough. I I would say the first twenty four hours are more are, are way harder. Like once you once you get twenty four hours of fasting, the next twenty four are pretty easy, uh, because you just end up not feeling hungry. Like you just kind of overcome that feeling of hunger. Uh, however, I wouldn't do it right now because I haven't done fasting in a while. Uh, like if I would do fasting, I would do maximum ten hours or twelve hours fast. I wouldn't even bother going twenty four just because I haven't experienced it in a while and that's gonna be way too much of a stress to my body but if you are someone who do it regularly like once or twice a month for example uh, I would say try the 24 hours and you you, you will see great benefits from it um, just be careful you know like drink plenty of water and uh, you know make sure that you don't really engage in uh, very hard exercises uh, because, uh, you know, finally you're depleted, you know, um, you know, just, just let your body guide you and uh, see how that goes. Uh, but the, the second side and the dark side of the fasting is that a lot of people would actually use fasting not for its health reasons or benefits, but uh, because there is a common practice that you know or misunderstanding than fasting or uh, uh yeah just fasting in general it's great for weight loss i don't know how to uh you know how to stress that enough uh but don't use fasting to lose weight or to compensate uh for the food that you ate before you know the only way to lose weight is actually to be uh, on a caloric deficit or to eat less than you you know than you need um, and fasting is a great tool for that just because especially like uh, intermittent fasting uh, usually uh, there is like a feeding window of like four to eight hours of feeding window and it's physically impossible to eat uh, you know that many calories that you you can eat on a regular daily basis right so of course uh you know you would feel not that hungry and of course you will end up eating less calories but that's too much stress remember like and remember what stress it's going to you know do to the body add more fats so finally this is not great neither um for for weight loss so uh, you know it's it is what it is you know like I, I you know I do want to be very careful uh, when I say like try fasting but like try fasting not for the weight loss reasons because yes sure you might be able to lose some weight but don't uh, expect that it's a miracle that is going to make you fit you know like it's just a tool for health reasons and that's it nothing else so with all that being said of course there are thousand other stuff to consider when it comes to food but i think these are the three most common um offenders or most common uh you know 
things that are abused so uh, i wanted to actually you know i don't want it to be too long so i think this is the best three advices for food in terms of you know getting back on track uh so let's see the other common topic that is uh oftenly abused and this is exercises now the thing is guys exercises are very easy to abuse uh, even if we don't feel like there is a reason for it in other words like uh, you know it's easy to abuse exercises after holidays because we feel like we have to burn more calories but even if there is no i mean that's a stupid reason but even if that reason does not exist it's so easy to abuse and to overtrain uh that you have no idea like even if you're perfectly healthy and you're perfect in a perfect condition it's so easy to push too much when it comes to lifting uh you know and burning calories so i know it's completely normal it's completely like i mean in those situations this is this is something that it probably goes through everyone's head uh, like I have to go back as fast as possible. I have to go back and uh, you know kind of compensate or whatever but guys hear me out like imagine uh, like the best analogy I can give you maybe is with the car so um, imagine that your car is started and is warmed up right you can push pretty much not to the limits but you can push quite a lot that that car and it's pretty safe because the engine is already warm the tires are warm so it's safer to push further right and get more performance out of the car now imagine that this car was not like running for two weeks right so you cannot expect to start the car after two weeks and straight away push to the limits you would risk to damage the engine you have to wait for that engine to warm up again you have to warm up the tires again and then you can do crazy stuff right it's pretty much the same with the body we cannot expect to push after two weeks of rest so we have to let our body warm up and it happens slow it happens way slower than a car so take your time warm up your engine and then you can safely start pushing back up again um, with that being said, I think there is quite important to know, uh, you know, to to focus on three again or four actually very important tips or um, approaches when it comes to training and going back to training. When we consider the fact that we are not going to push too much and uh, you know search for performance, we are actually going to. Uh, focus on one or two weeks getting back on track and getting you know getting started and uh, you know warming up the engine so the very first tip um, or action that we should do is to actually get back to the basics and by getting back to the basics I mean getting back to lifting um, and practicing those basic movements such as squat deadlift overhead press chest press or rowing or you know pulling in general now these are very fundamental moves that we evolve to do and yeah sure they might not be they might not burn as many calories as if you go for a run for example but in terms of health and in terms of um, also muscle building this is your best bet to actually focus on those exercises on those like kind of heavy lifts uh, but it's very important to don't uh, go heavy on them however i would say practice them practice them uh, to perfection go and think of it as a skill that you never had before and try to perfect it in the in the gym so uh, what i mean by that for example if you are used to lift let's say you could lift 100 kilos uh, or you can squat with 100 kilos right you did not squat for two weeks and now you get back you're not gonna start squatting with two, with 100 kilos straight away like 
you risk to hurt yourself. Remember what we said? The engine is not warm yet. So your best bet would be to actually approach it very lightly and to just go and practice squats, not practice lifting like or not practicing heavy squat but practicing squats practicing that move squatting with perfect technique focusing on technique um, you know yes cardio may be great for uh, you know burning more calories than squats but you probably already know that cardio uh, there's just different adaptation guys like when you when you practice technique when you do compound movements when you uh, try to lift, uh, you know, with strict sets and reps, you are actually going to build, you're going to send signal to your brain saying we need to build more muscles, we need to get stronger. That means that the brain is going to need more resources and it's going to speed up the metabolism. Speeding up the metabolism is great because, uh, you know, you are going to be allowed to eat more food in the future without actually gaining weight or gaining body fat. So... Uh, when it comes to cardio, yes, cardio will definitely burn more calories per session, but the adaptation is completely different. The adaptation of cardio is the very opposite. The body must be efficient with it, so the body must learn how to use less calories and kind of like get rid of those muscles because you're not asking your body to get stronger, you're asking your body to be efficient. You're asking your body to, to use less amount of fuel for longer period of time so i highly suggest don't do cardio and just go back to the basics and just focus on this like you know well rounded um i would say um I don't know like strict just just strict training you know like just pick four or five exercises and try to focus on their technique like don't get uh, you know mm, kind of like attracted to fat burning weight classes or circuit training or cardio workouts or whatever these are all cardio guys like stay away from cardio there is a way and time and there is a there is time uh, and benefit of cardio but it's definitely not now and i'm sure that most of the people are going to use it as a compensation because it's going to burn more calories but trust me it's the worst thing that you can do it's it's a fatal for your gains if you do cardio you're going to end up with slower metabolism you will have to get back again get back on building again after that and it's going to be just harder like focus on this now the very second advice is to spend at least a week or two practicing just technique but with a minimum weight now why is that important well because as i said lifting heavy uh, like your body got used to kind of not lifting as much or not lifting as heavy and even though you can i think it's far more important to um you know to focus on that technique to focus on that uh, you know on that skill of training and uh, this is actually going to be beneficial first because um, you will get easily back on track you will uh, remind to your body what it what it is to to go through those moves and like it will also be safer because you know uh, like if we go back to the car analogy like it just it's it's it is what it is you cannot expect your body to 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 be at rest for two weeks and then start pushing back to the limits again like it's it's not it's just not correct and in fact what i can suggest to you is that try to make lightweight feel heavy in other words like uh, you know, let's say you used to deadlift 150 kilos. Now, I challenge you to pick half of that weight and try to make it feel like 150, right? So, like, try to go slow, try to tense your body, try to brace yourself, try to intensify the move, try to squeeze all of your muscles, try to focus on, on technique. 
try to do it as slow as possible just try to make that lightweight feel like it's very heavy like trust me after a couple reps you will feel it like it's going to be like it's not gonna be as exhausting as if you would of course lift you know all the heavy weight but you will feel pretty it will be pretty interesting trust me like just try it out and you will and watch what happens um, and that's way safer that's way safer for your joints that's way safer for uh, you know for your muscles as well that's way way easier to get back on track because you will intensify you will you will remind your body what it is to to feel like lifting heavy but in fact you're not going to be lifting heavy you're not going to be uh, you know stressing that much your joints you're going to be you know stressing away less with uh, less uh, less weight but you will make it feel like it's heavy and you will just remind it um, another way of warming up the engine and getting ready for exercises while um, you know minimizing the risk of inner injuries and maximizing the uh, you know the potential that you can get from any sort of exercise is to actually do mobility exercises and in fact to abuse them um, now why I say abuse well it's something that I talk about quite often in the podcast I also write about it quite a lot but there is a reason for it guys like mobility training is by far one of the best ways to ensure joint health um, and minimize the risk of injuries just because mobility training is so great at um, you know giving you the ranges of motions that uh, that you require when you do the exercises and also giving you the strength that you need in those ranges of motion uh, in other words if I try to give you an example, like if you think of a one-year-old baby or even, you know, younger, um, you know, they're very flexible. Like you can bend them on half and you can put them in a split position, but, you know, they don't possess these ranges of motion. Yes, they're very flexible. Their muscles are very moldable in a way, uh, but they don't own those ranges of motion they don't have the strength in it so if you don't support the baby into a split position the baby won't be able to actually get in and out of that position by itself right because it doesn't have the mobility of it so mobility training is actually this you know just being flexible enough or not just being able to lengthen your muscles the way you want but actually like getting into in those new ranges of motion uh but like being able to to connect and being able to control your body into those ranges of motions so um i highly recommend doing some mobilities at least oh well actually i say abuse mobilities because you know ideally you want to do mobilities i don't know three four five times a day uh but you know realistically people uh, would just do it once a day maximum and by me saying abuse it means that like really 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 abuse them like take three mobility exercises or even two mobility exercises and just just go for it like just just do them all the time like while you're watching tv or there is an ad or whatever just like go down and for two minutes do 90-90 or do some cat cows or do some like a lot of people would consider it as stretching actually but in fact it's more of a mobility if you actually focus on those ranges of motions like you know um if i give you an example like let's say um you go to the the preacher stretch which is very effective at lengthening the lat muscles and actually helping your uh, helping you getting into a perfect overhead position um, well you can take it a step further by just trying to lift the the hands away from the ground right so you can put something like a foam roller or like a pillow or whatever underneath your forehead like so you don't you know end up banging it in the uh, like in the ground but like while you get into the preacher position just 
try to lift one or both of your your hands like essentially like uh, think about it as uh, trying to uh, you know get past the stretching point you see what I mean and that will actually engage much more muscles and is going to make it very active and this is going to strengthen those muscles into those new ranges of motion what it's not only strengthening the muscle but is also connecting your brain to a new ranges of motion and actually allowing your muscles to to go to those ranges of motion and like being you know using those ranges of motion as well and mobility exercises are pretty great also because they not like they do not only help you with minimizing injuries and actually maximizing your performance but mobility exercises are great for alleviating pain especially uh, after prolonged sitting like if i give you myself as an example like i was in uh, in bulgaria back for two weeks uh for the holidays and uh like i didn't move much well um, i want to be honest i didn't move much i sat down pretty much all the time um you know i went to see my like grandparents my other grandparents i went to see some friends and we didn't go to the gym or we didn't go to walk for two hours like i went in their house and we sat down and we talked or we played or whatever but like we were mostly sitting down there were a lot of dinners or like um, events around the holidays and most of them uh, you know they require you to pretty much sit on a table and um, you know like it's, it's a dinner event so you have to sit on a table and you know not move much so um, not only that but also when i was getting back to france uh, i had to sit for quite a lot so um, actually like i sit two hours and i sat two hours and a half in the car to the airport then i sat uh, another two hours and a half on the uh, in the airplane then i had 30 minutes train to the train station from the airport in geneva then i had another train for about two hours 20 minutes or two hours 30 minutes something like that so i sat a lot you know and by the time i got back home my lower back was completely fried like i didn't move but i felt like um like i was i did like one thousand reps uh, deadlift or something like that so what i did uh, i actually picked three mobility exercises to be more precise i picked cat cow uh, pelvic tilts on the wall and i did 90-90 and those three moves i tried to abuse them honestly like i did them every single day since i got back i did them every single day as many times i can think of during the day like if i had five minutes to just you know kind of walk around or stretch or whatever i would just do the mobility exercises you know i might not do them all together at the same time but for example we would talk with my girlfriend and i would just go down and do 90-90 while we talk um you know i would go um I would be writing and I would go to uh, the toilet or whatever and when I come back for one minute I'm just gonna practice some pelvic seals, tilts and that helped me a lot like that not only got me out of the pain that I experienced all the time that I've been over but I also it was I was able to go back to the gym and actually start lifting again you know I was you know because the first time that I went to the gym I struggled to do squats or deadlifts or any any movement that required like my lower body to work that much because you know I had extreme pain in my lower back and I can say that now it's completely gone and uh, it felt like something was terribly wrong but I think it was just because I was sitting for so long in the same uh, in the same position and I just my lower back was not very happy about it um, so I think mobility exercises as are one of the greatest way to actually um you know just maximize your gains you know just get get rid of some of the pains or aches or whatever like in fact you would be surprised but like the rule of uh if you don't use it you lose it applies multiplied 100 when it comes to mobility like you can spend like weeks or months working on a certain mobility exercise and you can get pretty better get pretty better at it and it takes like one or two weeks not practicing and actually like 
going to the other way and like sitting most of the time and you will lose that mobility same with flexibility as well but just mobility is one idea more important and more beneficial than flexibility so instead of just stretching like i'm not saying stretching is bad but instead of just stretching try some mobilities and that would burn some calories as well you know that would burn actually more more calories if you actually take a mobility session by itself performing like only five exercises for 45 minutes or one hour like if you really do that correctly you will be sweating a lot at the end you know so you will be burning quite a lot of calories as well while just also making sure that your joints are getting healthier you're making sure that you're getting into better ranges of motion so next time you go to the gym you will be able to squat deeper or you'll be able to lift a little bit more weight or you will have more control of all the weight that you lift which will maximize your gains so i don't think even abusing mobility exercises is something bad that's why i said abuse but like usually whenever we abuse stuff it's quite bad but in this case abusing the mobility exercises i would say it's one of the best thing you can actually do to your body so speaking of movement actually that leaves, leads me to the last tip that i have for you and you probably guessed it but that's walking and yes walking that's another word that is kind of on top of my vocabulary i use it I don't know probably a hundred times a day uh, every single person that I talk to I would recommend it like five times to just walk and I just you know I think there is a huge reason be behind it like when I when I understood actually the benefits of walking it was like a game changer for me because we take for granted the fact that we learn and we evolve to walk and like we oftentimes even like try to avoid it for some reason like oh like you know i have to walk five minutes like i'm just gonna take the bus like bro really <laughs> i mean like besides all the other movements that we evolved to do such as like squat and overhead press or like just pushing or pulling anything um like walking is probably one of the most practiced uh movement in the human history like every single person has walked at some point like since when when we start like we start walking somewhere around one year old something like this eight months one year old and uh you know until something happens that prevents us from that we pretty much walk all the time like and multiply that by i don't know millions of years like walking is so essential walking is something like we evolved to walk to a point where actually our body need it you know it's not like you know you can get away of not practicing squat or deadlift or whatever you know but like if we don't practice walking like i mean ask someone who's crippled or who is in a wheelchair like their desire would be to walk not to be dependent on something else and for some reason we think like walking is nah, you know it's whatever like there's so much power in walking trust me like i know it sounds like it's a very basic activity that everybody can do but i will give you again example with myself and you will pretty much understand what i mean um like of course i didn't move much during the holidays i didn't work out or anything and i didn't know i didn't walk neither um just because i mean i can't justify myself i just didn't walk because most of the time i was sitting or i was at home um so when i get back from the holidays here i wanted to get back to my previous activity levels and uh, my previous activity levels is pretty much walking at least two hours i would say a day like i would like i mentioned before so many times like i would go to the gym and then on the way back i'm not gonna go straight back home i would actually take the a really long way around uh just so i can walk a bit more so usually that's about 40 minutes 35 to 40 minutes walk 
from the gym back home and it takes me like 20 minutes to go to the gym if I go straight um, well I couldn't do it you know like I went to the gym as I normally do I did my exercises uh, you know and I followed pretty much the protocol that I gave you earlier so uh, I just you know did some uh, you know beside the mobility exercises I did uh, practice squats overhead press bench press uh, pull-ups and uh, I think pretty much that was it I didn't do much about my core as well like uh, I tried some leg raises because I felt some pain in my lower back anyway so this is what I did and did it with very light weight I practiced it and it felt like I didn't have much energy anyway on the way back um, you know I wanted to go back to the normal way that I'm taking which is you know the, the long way the, the, the 40 minutes one well halfway through I felt so exhausted I felt pain in my legs I felt pain in my lower back pain on, pain on my back and uh, at my back and I was like no way like there is no way I could go that far so I just couldn't do it I had I had no energy to do it you know and I got back there was like a shortcut that I normally miss but this was the first time that I actually had to take the shortcut to get back home to cut my way so um, you know when I when I combine that with all the lifting and uh, you know like you know because I wanted to get back as fast as possible to walking and when I combine that with mobility exercises when I combine it with also training at the gym even though I try to not do as much um, you know that's a pretty good recipe for overtraining so what I did instead I chose to uh, the first today to you know not go to the gym at all and I was like okay it's time to rest it seems like you know I'm just gonna do mobilities for now because there is no point to to overtrain my body so I just walked I only walked um, on the days I uh, like since then I've been twice to the gym already and um, on the rest days I walk when I go to the gym I try to walk um, you know and uh, I, beside the mobility exercises as well and uh, I must say that now I feel pretty pretty good you know like I don't feel muscle soreness I don't feel um, you know the lack of energy anymore and um, I certainly don't feel the, the low back pain that I felt before so I even uh, uh, by the time I record this podcast uh, you know I went to um, the climbing gym as well and I climbed and I feel pretty great you know I feel pretty pretty normal so I think what I'm trying to say here guys with all those um, you know all those tips and stuff is that oftentimes when we actually take the slow and steady approach and when we do it correctly in other words if we train smarter and not harder we can actually go further and we can progress much much faster because yes I might have gone to the gym or might have taken like pre-workout or caffeine or something I might have like I could push myself quite a lot to get back to my previous uh, way of exercising and but I like that would have been very close to hurting myself and for sure I would have overtrained like if I continued that for for a while like instead of one week resting and getting back to my you know not only resting but like slowly like getting like building my way back up to working out you know if I didn't do that but like I pushed hard the first week because I had to burn the calories because I wanted to go back because I didn't lift for a long time blah 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 like I'm sure that I would have been burned out I'm sure that um, I would have been so exhausted after that first week so uh, you know I would have seen like uh, a decrease in the the weight that I'm I was pushing or anything and that would have been pretty frustrating so like I understand how hard it is to to like to not push yourself um, and especially what like when we're driven by insecurities and false information desire for results like we're often you know we often often fall in the trap of like you know um, 
you know no pain no gain we have to push hard to get some uh, results like you know punish yourself for uh, all the extra calories that you ate or whatever but like that can work for you know for just so long you know it cannot it cannot work forever and in fact like i just proved it to myself and uh you know i proved it to some other peoples as well that i'm trying to to help and i train like slow and steady approach is much better for for life changing like think about it like why do we train in in general why would why do we approach food why do we train do we like we don't do it for social media approval or for instagram or for you know for someone else we do it for us we do it for ourselves so it's far more important to to train like appropriately to put our body into the appropriate amount of stress to not punish it for for no reason to not live out of insecurities and just you know strive for permanent results like this is going to happen with good relationship with ourselves this is going to happen with great with actually great relationship with food and great relationship with exercises like if we push ourselves to the limits and we punish ourselves this is nothing but dysfunction this is nothing uh this is no nothing close to what fit life is all about and uh, fit life is just this fit life is is to be fit forever not you know to 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 make it part of your life and to constantly improve yourself by just a bit and at the end you know you you will probably even exceed your expectations of where you could go and where you you can bring your body to so train smarter not harder this is the only thing i want to say oh anyway with that being said guys thank you so much for um for listening this podcast it means a lot to me honestly uh, if you like this information, uh, I actually wrote a blog about it. You can go and check it out in uh, at fitlifeblueprints.com. This, there's this one and many more other blogs and articles that you can benefit from. The, you can also go to free resources and you can download some of my guides. Um, I'm sure you might find them interesting and interesting. Uh, pretty much that's it if you want to find out more about myself uh, you can find me at fitlifeblueprints underscore pk at instagram and you can go to facebook and you can try to find my facebook group by the way all those links are going to be listed down in the description but in case fitlifeblueprints and uh, that's it thank you one more time and uh, see you next time Thank you for tuning to FitLife Radio. I hope you learned something useful or at least had a bit of color to your commute. If you enjoyed the show, please share the love by introducing it to friends and family. And if you don't mind, please leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. Thank you for your support and until next time, stay fit.